0: Dope! All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast. Today, I have an extremely special guest. I've got my man Kareem, guy out of New Jersey, and the reason I wanted to bring Kareem onto the show is because Kareem I found on Instagram, and Kareem has got an extremely valuable Instagram page because Kareem provides a lot of value in terms of marketing for musicians. So, um, Kareem, welcome on, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank the you. Show.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. So. Tell, tell me a little bit just like about like how you grew up, like your background and how like that somehow led you down to the music route.
1: So I've always been like a huge fan of music. Like I started making my first song in like 2006 in middle school, my buddies and I, we hung a microphone from the top of the ceiling in his basement. And we kind of just round robin while the beat played in the background on some stereo system that he had. Mm-hmm. And I knew at that point, that this was it was it was something that I was always going to love forever. And it traveled with me all the way up until I want to say about 2013, 2014, where I kind of just um, I I, I kind of not so much gave up on making the music, but I shifted what I want, what I was doing in the as far as like the underground market. So like I moved from being a recording artist to a manager, So like I did a little bit of the management role, I moved into the videographer role, I moved into the social media management role, web design role, pretty much all the things that make this machine work as far as being an independent artist. So in each of those positions, I was able to see what an artist really needs. And it seemed like with every role and every position that I put myself in, there was more and more that I realized that artists were lacking that they weren't including in their in their mix, in their models. So that led me to where I'm at right now, which is, okay, people need to know this information. Well, you know, where are they going to get this information? Because if you really think about it, people who tend to be musicians aren't signing up for college, and they're not really signing up for any courses. You kind of just wake up one day and, you know, you decide that you want that inner creative to show, you know, via the microphone and in the studio, and, you know, that's it. You know, so you have no formal education on it. You have no formal training on it. You kind of just go with the flow and you do what you feel best fits. Whatever you can do to, you know, get your music heard. And unfortunately, there is a business side to music that doesn't, you know, that isn't too forgiving of ignorance. You know what I mean? So that's why I took the position on that, I, that, I, that, I'm, that I'm in now, or the role that I'm in now, rather, to kind of just be that educator. And be that person to to help uh, artists understand, you know, all the 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 finer details that they need to understand to make their 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 music to the masses, and so that they can be that business person while also being that creative person
0: at the same. time. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So interesting. You you went through. Um, you went through a lot of different phases. Phases. Of, yeah, the, of the music I went and ev- phases. yeah, that's interesting. You went through all these different like evolutions, and so now you're doing focus a lot more on the digital marketing just side of things.
1: More so, just the education, just just helping them all around, just understand you know how to market themselves, which includes some digital marketing. Um, you know how to make sure that you get paid accordingly in the music industry. So signing up with PROs. Uh, how to release music properly, um, understanding, uh, you know, how to network and, you know, how to select the right music, uh, music video director, how to get booked and promoted the right way. Just all the things that you really, really need to know to be a complete and true uh, independent recording artist.
0: What do you think the biggest thing that up and coming artists don't know that they need to know?
1: how to get paid correctly in this music industry
0: really so talk about a couple of those ways
1: okay so nowadays you know we live in a generation where uh getting paid through the music industry is kind of the same but it's kind of not and i what i mean is back in the day you had to basically create get a publishing deal with like a record company to be able to get your music to the masses nowadays with The growth of technology, there's all these online distributors like DistroKid, CD Baby, TuneCore, so on and so forth. Those are like the most popular ones. Um, And they promise a payout. But the thing about that payout is that's not the only uh, source of income or stream of revenue that you can get via your music. That's just like one portion of this huge tree. And I wish I could draw it out for you right now, but it's like a hierarchy system of how you can get paid. And those uh, online distribution companies is literally just a small corner of that hierarchy. And that is super important for artists to know because what happens is there's areas that your money, I mean, that, that, that money is being accumulated for your records being played. And if you're not claiming them, especially if they're somewhere like overseas, what ends up happening is they get turned into what's called black box royalties your black the 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 song basically has a a window or a grace period to be claimed and if it's not claimed properly which is not through your online distribution company so if it's not claimed properly what happens to that money that is rightfully yours is it ends up getting dispersed to i believe the top earners uh at that performance right organization you know wherever it is um You know, if it's in this, if it's in, if it's in this country or another country. So if you have no way to claim that money, if you're not protected the right way, you don't have your I's dotted and your T's crossed, that money ends up going to somebody else.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. It ends up going elsewhere. You know, so that's like one of the most important things because there's this common misconception that you need to get signed to a major record label, get this really big advance, and be like the next Drake or Rihanna. You know, you don't have to be that big. You can, As long as your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed, you can make a great uh, seven-figure salary off of making music, but you have to do your due diligence, which most artists don't.
0: Damn, dude, that's... Bro, real talk, like, I just got some gems. Like, I didn't even know about that
1: yeah it's 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 a real thing man like you don't have to be this big celebrity you know what i mean you can literally make an honest living and 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 i, I it it's no it's of it's not of the artists it's not their fault Is what i'm trying to say it's not it's not their fault you, you don't you can't help but you don't know you know what i mean and that's why i have the platform that i created because i want artists to know these things
0: dude And it's great that I, dude, now I'm really excited I got you on this podcast because whoever's listening to this right now just got major, major value. And I'm pretty certain that, you know, most of my other fellow musician friends didn't know that either.
1: Yeah. Can I, can I, I want to add that there's this really cool resource. um, Mm -hmm. It's called SongTrust. Website is songtrust.com. The reason why SongTrust is like one of the best routes that I know sure that your i's are dotted and your t's are crossed is because in the united states we have three performance rights organizations also known as pro's uh the three that we have out of those three um two of them are open to the public one is invite only uh hmm. but if you want to sign up for them to make sure that you're registered so that you get paid accordingly uh you have to go to each website you have to sign up and go through their application process um i i don't quote me on it, but I think they may have fees associated with signing up. Um, but yeah, that means you know logins. That means just management of credentials and records in multiple locations. Whereas with SongTrust, you sign up one time through that sign-up process that'll ask you, hey, are you registered with BMI? Hey, are you registered with ASCAP? If the answer is no, you can one-stop shop signing up everywhere for a very affordable price and that platform gives a ton of tips they have webinars regular on how to learn about publishing the stuff that you know you really really need to know not not should want to know but need to know and um yeah it's it's extremely affordable so i highly highly suggest checking it out songtrust.com yeah i'm absolutely gonna look at that and i in no way shape or form affiliated with them they don't pay me i have no discount uh, for recommending them like they just have a really great service
0: song trust okay damn dude that's amazing so bro that's a lot of value that i hope a lot of people i hope whoever's listening to this takes that and like goes and visits songtrust.com as soon as possible yeah,
1: yeah for so, so i hope so too
0: <laughs> so tell me tell me about a couple other like what are some other so after you've kind of you've now relayed that piece of information what's some other um some other things that you think artists should know. You know, one thing I want to know is like you were talking about letting artists know, like all these different aspects of the machine that is an independent artist. Like what are some Mm -hmm. of those other aspects that maybe people might not know about or are like a little underrated?
1: All right. So a big one is branding. Um, Understanding how to like brand yourself. Um, When you go to, to, Your favorite whatever's page and you take a look at their page you notice that their page has some type of aesthetic whether it be colors whether it be the layout in which their instagram page is decorated um, or like even down to like if they send you any promotional material usually the colors or, or fonts or stuff that they use reflects what you see on other platforms it's usually universal across you know whatever mediums that they use and artists need to look at themselves the same exact way I think that we tend to forget that because we're making music, that it's not a commodity, it's not a product. At the end of the day, your music is a commodity. You are, your music is a product and you should market yourself and brand yourself as such. So yes, you are a human being, but you as a human being and everything that you produce from your being is something that should be marketed and branded correctly. So what I tend to tell artists is to think of like two to three things That you really want to be known for two or three things that really really mean something to you and once you figure out what those three things are those two things are you write them down and you make sure that in every medium at which you can reach the public you keep those things in mind and you 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 make sure that you keep those in in mind so that when you relay whatever it is that you need to relay to the public it still keeps those messages inside of it. It's just, just this one or two consistent messages or maybe even three consistent messages that you can be remembered by that will help you really distinguish yourself and resonate with other people depending upon what your message is. So if you're someone who likes to promote positivity via your music, make sure that you incorporate positivity, whether it be you know, regularly uh, posting quotes, like positive quotes to keep people going, or if, you know, we're talking fashion. Like, you know, you don't have to go full throttle with a clothing, like a clothing line, but if you could put like some really cool positive phrases on there that at the same time, maybe you're marketing an upcoming project that you're putting out. You know, you make the clothing look dope, you rock it, you wear it in your videos, your songs promoting whatever is on your shirt indirectly, but still directly, and your page, everything about your photos, your captions, your highlights, your bio, all that reflects this one message, or, 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 or whatever those two to three principles are that you 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 know you want to stand for, and you know you'll create a fan base off of that. So like you know if, if, for example, you know you're someone who's like anti-depression, you know what I mean? There are a lot of people out there that are going through that that might near might need to hear a certain message. And you know, they're looking for you without knowing that they're looking for you because they need to the help. Mm-hmm. And if you branded yourself as such, as somebody who's gonna be the beacon of hope or the beacon of light for people who go through that, you know, boom, there goes your fan base right there. You know, they're gonna instantly gravitate towards you, whether it be through your music, through, you know, the clothing that you're rocking that's representing your brand, or just off of, you know, your captions and what you're saying on your page, pages alone.
0: Right. That's really, yeah, dude, right. a lot of, I love that tip of think of three things that you want to be known for and keep them in mind when you're doing stuff.
1: Easiest way. It's the easiest way to, 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 to never forget it.
0: <laughs> right. That's huge. And I, I think that, um, so here's my stance on branding. I also think branding is extremely important. I also, though, I see artists use that as an excuse for why they're not moving because they haven't figured out their branding
1: i mean a branding definitely helps you stay consistent like keep your message consistent but it's not the end all be all i mean you know like you said and like i mentioned like there's still a whole machine that has several moving parts and branding just happens to be one of those moving parts but that doesn't excuse all the other things like right. i see people I know people right off the top of my head that I, that I think of that have not perfect branding, but still managed to have like really high engagement, you know, with their music and with their social media profile. So it doesn't right. excuse everything.
0: Well, I think, but I think what's important about it is like what I noticed too. So I, I, have myself, I'm an artist and you know, Dope. I was doing the Dope. music producer thing as well, where I was you know, selling beats online. Yeah, all that stuff. So I, I have like I guess, you know, I could you could say I have my ear to the community and I I always see artists. This is going to I don't want to sound like I'm trying mm-hmm. to stifle people, but people get a little ahead of themselves, like a lot of artists want to know how to grow a fan base. Like, how do I get more fans? How do I go viral? And it, And then True. you look at their Instagram and their branding sucks like their Instagram looks bad. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of that. right or like the music literally just isn't good or see the thing i preach is so i went from being an artist only to then fully producing all my own music and like Mm -hmm. that completely changed everything for me and so i don't necessarily think you have to do that but like if you don't have a handle on like the creativity like and actually putting out shit consistently then it's like why are you worrying about like getting fans and touring, but you don't even know how you're going to keep making music or like branding and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like people want to dive. They want to dive head in. But, you know, the way that this, this this music business is set up is, you know, you can do that. You know, there's no one, no one's going to stop you from doing that. But you got to understand that in doing so, you're skipping a lot of steps. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of, there's a, I was just having this conversation um, literally just yesterday. Like artists are trying to jump like, from level one to level 10, not understanding that uh, from level one to two, there's a ton of lessons that need to be learned. From level two to three, there's a ton of lessons that need to be learned. You might make it to level four, but then get back down to level two. You know what I mean? And, right. and, and go, through, go, through, go through whatever moment in life that is. But you got a lot of people that's just trying to jump straight to level 10 to perform at a level 10. But you're you you haven't gone through those things to be able to perform at a full ten. So there's a lot of that going on. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think that's kind of natural too. Like just because I think a lot of like artists, musicians, rappers have that entrepreneurial spirit, and I think entrepreneurs are always like we're so glory and we're so focused on that like that level ten like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But we're not even like some of them aren't even on level one. Like they haven't even. Sometimes I feel like some artists are, like, on this level 10 and they haven't even opened the game yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of them exactly. haven't. Like I have friends who, like, can't put out music for some reason. Like, they're just, like, still trying to figure out how to put music out. But they're, you're always talking about, oh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. I'm like, bro, you haven't even put a song out. Like, you barely put out music. What are we talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of that, too. You know, like, I got a lot of friends who, like, inconsistently drop music. And I just every time I talk to them, I try to get into their heads and say, like, look, like, you know, and I try to say it in a nice way. Um, but you got a lot of you got a lot of lot of artists that like don't want to drop consistently because they feel like it's too much. No. Right. No. You see that? Yeah. No. There's no such thing, not at this level, you know. Maybe if you're like a Jay-Z or a Jay Cole, you know, you can drop something, you know, with no promotion and it goes platinum. But like they had to work up to that, you know what I mean? They had to be consistent, and not just like in a, in a short span of time, like over years, you right. know what I mean? Like the artist, um, Russ,
0: Yeah, like Russ is I'm like the huge, perfect example.
1: Man. Yeah, like Russ went hard with the releases. Like he has like, what? Well, like don't quote me, but like he is he like did a song minimum a 10.
0: He did a song a week for three years.
1: And, and he's just getting recognition. But the thing is, he's been, because his I's were dotted and his T's were crossed, he was making money long before he got his recognition, right? which is what people fail to realize. He was, he was hip to the business side of things, you know, way ahead of time, but, you know, he's just now getting his recognition. So, you know, he's a great example. Of, great example. You know, just, just making sure that you stay consistent and understanding. you can't skip any steps here, like... You know, you, I feel like skipping steps is banking on becoming like viral, like going viral or something like yeah, that, which I sure. should not be a goal. I should not be a goal. I mean, I know that's right. a thing, you know, you know, TikTok is out. TikTok is literally making everything go viral, <laughs> right. but you know, like just don't bank on it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like planning to hit the lottery, just banking on hitting a lottery. You know, Chances, you got a, you got a better chance of getting struck by lightning before you win the lottery in most cases.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> uh, so my thing too on that is so I'm pretty big on the mindset stuff because as I mm-hmm. as I keep thinking about why do people think all these things, it gets down to that whole like well then it's something's wrong with your mindset because you're really not yeah you know, I, I, okay this is a crazy example you might not no, go you for might it. not know do you do you watch the show Avatar: The Last Airbender?
1: No, nah, unfortunately, yeah. I know what it is. Huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right.
0: Well, I'm going to quick try to explain this. So, like, the enemy, the the antagonist, Prince Zuko, he's trying to capture the Avatar. He's the bad guy. The Avatar is the good guy. Mm-hmm. The Avatar is this bald kid with these fucking arrows on his head, and he's trying to save right, the right. world.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Zuko is the prince of the Fire Nation. He's trying to capture the Avatar and kind of restore his his honor. His whole life's goal is, I'm going to go capture the Avatar so so but every step of the way like zuko goes super hard he's got he's super like powerful but he never thinks what's gonna happen if i do this ever he always is like all right i'm gonna capture the the avatar here in the snow but we don't know yeah. how i'm gonna i don't know how i get the avatar back out <laughs> the snow, right and he almost dies yeah. um or i'm gonna i'm gonna invade this city where the avatar is i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get through the city and i'm gonna try and take the avatar and then i don't know what i'm like i don't know he just that oh and then eventually like he kind of ends up changing his whole life goals and he anyway so he fails and he kind of has to pivot his whole life and become a refugee he never captured the avatar and then i won't give away season three but the point is (laughs) it's a lot like these artists a lot of people are just okay you want to go viral then what like what happens when that song gets a million views like you think a million views and then you think suddenly Interscope's gonna come knocking at your door because you got a million views, dude.
1: Dude. And that's exactly why I said, like, in the case of that, that's a perfect example. Because let's say you do go viral and you blow up. Well, what happens if you're you don't have your songs registered and everything copyrighted and protected? You don't have your split sheets, you know, signed with who gets what percentage of what, and then you blow up, and then you're gonna have more problems. Like, it, it you're gonna have way more problems than than benefits, honestly. You know what I mean? You haven't well-versed yourself enough as an artist to deal with that level of fame. You know what I mean? Or that amount of money coming in uh, because you just haven't taken the time to do so. You just wanted to rush and just hurry up and go for the fame. But, you know, this at the end of the day, it's it's music is a business. Yeah. And you have to make sure you do it the right way. Yeah.
0: Right. Dude, that's immense value. Let me ask you, do you... Do you have, like uh, – do you talk about, like, marketing and, like, promoting songs and albums at all? Or is that kind of – Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Actually, um shameless plug here. No, no, no. I, I am... was going to ask
0: you, to plug, <laughs> you, you to plug Plug away, however you want.
1: I do have a uh, free training right now, or a free training workshop, whatever you want to call it. Uh, What I'm doing is I'm teaching artists a 21-day music release strategy. So over a span of 21 days, I show you what you need to do to make sure that whatever your latest music release is, whether it be a song, album, EP, music video, I show you every nook and cranny of what you need to do to make sure that you have a successful release. So some of the things that I go over include content. I know content is a really, really, really tough thing for people to come up with because, you know, I, it, I call it content burnout. You know, you feel like you posted everything that, you know, you could have possibly have posted. Uh, right. Well, that's the furthest thing from the truth. There's tons of other things that you can do to kind of push, uh, push out content. So I walk through all the content ideas that you could, um, uh, that you can create. Um, I, I break down the strategy in a, in three phases. I tell you what to do, you know, during the pre-release phase. So that's obviously before the song is out, you know, submitting to blogs, uh, who to reach out to the best way to get in touch with them. Um, other like YouTube review channels, reaction channels stuff mm. that people just don't typically think of so we go through stuff like that during the pre-release then there's when the, the release phase which is when the song is actually out i told you what to do at that particular time and period and then there's the third phase which is once the song has been out for some time uh i show you what to do at that point and then i show you a way to be able to transition uh from whatever you're focusing on at the time to uh, moving into a life cycle of a new product, or I say product, but a new song. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's completely for free. The link for it is in my bio. Uh, it's about 60 minutes long. That's a 60-minute training. Um, and at the end of it, uh, if you watch to the end, I have some really, really awesome goodies that I give away for free that is also just going to aid with um, being able to make sure that that release is the best release that you know you've had thus far.
0: Right. So I, the problem I had was I signed up and then I could not make it to the date. So I have, I'm going to sign up again so I can watch it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do it. It's regular. So, you know, cause it's, it's one of, it's, it's one of the most desired things. The reason why I chose that topic to begin with is because about a month ago I put out a poll, um, uh, of, of, of different topics that I felt like were really important. And I wanted my audience to basically tell me what it was that they wanted to know about the most. And I had, you know, the music release strategy up there. I had something about branding up there. I had something about distribution and getting paid, which was actually the least favored.
0: Right. (laughs) Even though you think it's (laughs) It's, the most important, right? It's the
1: most important thing, but it's the least favored. And then the thing that just literally blew everything out of the water was how to release music properly. So uh it took me some time to put everything together because there is a lot of setup involved. But you know, once I got it together, um my first workshop, like the first like premiere workshop, I had 84 people at registered. Wow. Yeah, 84 registered for it. So uh huh. quick side note, motivational side note, that workshop wasn't my first actual workshop. My first one that I signed up for uh was uh was 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 good but it only had one attendee so a little bit of consistency goes a long way so like i say that i say all that to just say like even with with you know your music for whoever's listening to this just don't get discouraged by low numbers remain consistent just stay down to whatever you know whatever your hustle is and you know it'll it'll all pay off so i went from one person my very very first workshop to 84 on the on the very next one and you know this one has been a a grand slam ever
0: since wow so okay damn now you got me want to ask you two different things what's up let me ask you let's let's stay with the music no 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 let me ask you about this 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 (laughs) training thing so like because i want to get into that space so, I want to yeah. get into this space, but I want to get into teaching musicians how to produce music because that's my thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how do you drive traffic to a webinar? Like, how do you do it?
1: Um, well, I'm a huge proponent of um, paid ads. Uh, paid ads isn't like, I don't even, I honestly don't think it's my best avenue, but it's one that definitely does a really, really good job. Um, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, uh, actually, TikTok is allowing you to do ads, too. Snapchat lets Ooh. you do ads. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the for the TikTok ads, I don't know how it is now. I know I got an, I, I, seen, I seen an ad on Facebook from TikTok uh, promoting on Facebook an early access program to that. So I apply for it. I don't know if I'm going to actually do any ads on TikTok, but if I decide to, I'm already approved for it and I can do so. So I don't know if it's still the same now, but I know that they have a platform for it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, paid ads is, is huge because it lets you take your, um, your demographic, which by the way, if your page isn't already a business page, I highly suggest making it a business page because mm-hmm. you get some really cool analytics and you can then take those analytics or even if you have a website too, most websites let you uh, look at analytics for the site, take those analytics and apply those to your ad. Um, and. One thing you definitely don't want to do is I know on Instagram and on Facebook, you can do things like boost posts or promote a post. Don't do that option. That is a watered down option on how to create ads. It's like a, like a cookie cutter. Easy, easy, It's like ads on easy mode. You know what right. I mean? What you want to do is you want to go to business.facebook.com. You want to make sure you link your profile to business.facebook.com. Um, and the reason why you want to use that over up, up the promotions button or the boost button is because you get way more control over your ad, where it goes, how much you spend, so on and so forth, even down to the analytics. The analytics from your mobile phone uh, aren't that great. You get way more uh, robust and granular metrics when you use business.facebook.com and then you also get to utilize what's called the audience insight tool. The mm-hmm. audience insight tool takes all uh, literally all of the guesswork out of figuring out what audience you should create to run your ad against. And so once you've experimented with the audience insight tool, you, you write all that stuff down or you screenshot it or whatever the case may be. And then when you actually do the ad creation, you take the the info from the audience insight tool and whatever other little bit of scraps of information that you were able to um, uh, uh, obtain from your, your, your page, your, your Instagram page or your website, and include all of that into um, your, ca- it's called a campaign, include all of that into your campaign and then run it. And it usually takes maybe about two to three days before, Uh, The algorithm really picks up and can give you some good feedback as as to if your ad's doing a good job or not. Uh, If it isn't, then you need to look at those metrics and learn how to tweak tweak it. If you're not sure what to tweak, YouTube a few videos, you'll find what you need right away. Or Facebook has some pretty good articles, some help articles too, so you can do that as well. Uh, If your if your if your ad is performing correctly, well, great. Now you're getting leads. You have to make sure that you connect that to your CRM. Uh, your CRM is your customer's relations management tool. Uh, you can also connect it to like something like MailChimp or something like that. I have a, uh, a, a management tool for my, for my webinars that I have linked to MailChimp, a form of MailChimp, which is then linked to my Facebook ad. So when someone gives me their first name and email address that way, uh, gets pushed right to my webinar software, which I would then know that someone registered and then it'll send them all the information they need to get signed up for the webinar accordingly. And yeah, it's, it's, and it all runs automatically at this point. So like right now I have an ad running that's doing a tremendous job and I recorded it specifically for Instagram. My very first one was for Facebook. Um, like within three months I had over 16,000 views on the video ad, which by the way, I suggest video. Like you can use an image if you want, but video is definitely the way to go. Hands down. It's the most desired, uh, form of content to be consumed by people. People want right. video because it's just, it's faster than reading. You know what I mean? And it tells a lot more than an image. So, you
0: know, you get the best of both worlds there. So yeah. So, yeah. You, so you use paid. ads? Okay. So cool. So I'm, yeah, like I, I've had experience with paid ads as well. Um, I use them for like I have a sales funnel for selling a beat bundle and so like yeah, I do perfect, I do that kind of yeah that same thing and is that tool perfect. do you use Zapier
1: I've only used it if I can't get the proper link between two services which is oh, okay. what it does an excellent job at like Got you. like I don't use the service frequently I think I might have used it like one time because uh again there was no proper link between the two services that I wanted to use. Uh, But, but yeah, from, 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 from my experience thus far, um, it was, it was a good service. Now I do have uh, 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 an unpaid uh, strategy that I do uh, for people who, you know, don't want to spend money on ads, which by the way, I only spend, this is no secret. I spend six bucks a day on my ads which totals up to what, like one eighty, one ninety a month, um, which is a, t- a bill, of course. But if you think about all the other money that you probably waste, you know, like on like, f- like, like, like food and maybe like going out, which I hope we're not, you know, most of us aren't really doing too much of that because of quarantine. Right. So you should have some money saved up right now that you can definitely use for a paid ad. But if you're someone who doesn't, you know, have the money to, to blow on paid ads, uh, the best thing that you could do is use, like, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a $1. eighty strategy um, yep. that works pretty well. It's the commenting strategy. You know, you pick, like, eight or nine hashtags that are relevant to, um, you know, whatever it is your objective is. You look them up on Instagram or Twitter or wherever hashtags are uh, relevant, and you find, you know, the top comments uh, for people who use those hashtags, and you come under the people who also use those hashtags, and you just leave genuine, thoughtful comments. You know, you set up however many you're gonna do per hour, uh, set a goal for the day, smash that goal, and people are gonna start following you. People are gonna start commenting under your stuff. You know, they're gonna hopefully reciprocate that same yeah. amount of love that you're extending, which is gonna help you grow. And that's like a little small hack for people who don't wanna spend, you know, lots of money and Putting out regular content for me is also a huge help. Um, I, I always maximize on my captions. So, like, if you go and look at my Instagram, you mm-hmm. see I never put up, like, a one-liner, two-liner caption. No. I, right. I always make sure that my caption really complements what it is that, you know, I post it, whether it be an image or a video. You know, like, I always use the caption to elaborate off on, on it. And yes. I always have a call to action. I'm always asking that you make some type of move to further, you know, your agenda. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's something that you could always do to, you know, work your way around not having to pay for ads cuz obviously social media is free.
0: Right. <laughs> so, right. you know what I
1: mean? You know, there's some leverage there. But there's a bunch of other strategies out there. You just got to look them up, you know you gotta be dedicated to this and you gotta be willing to find what's not so easily accessible.
0: Yeah. You know, so the dollar 80 strategy, right? So I'm basically doing a version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an episode on the podcast I did. It's called a thousand fans in 90 days that, uh, nice. I learned it from a guy named Adam Ivy. Do you know who that is?
1: That name? He does excuse me. He does what I do uh, except his platforms is is, he's been doing it
0: for a while. Yeah. He's got a pretty big
1: platform. Right.
0: So he has a video on it. So I am doing that. So it's 12 hashtags a day, Mm -hmm. 10 comments per hashtag Mm -hmm. equaling 120 interactions. And what Mm -hmm. you do is you basically, you can assume at least a 10% conversion rate, meaning 10% of the people are actually going to follow you. And then, um, and then, uh, wait what was it and then and then and then you just do it for 90 days which will end up equaling a thousand around a thousand fans if not more so that's actually how we connected was I was smashing one of the hashtags yeah and I saw one of your posts and I was like this dude's post is dope and I looked at your stuff and I was like oh this dude's legit and I was like okay I'm gonna get him on the pod that's exactly how we connected
1: what that I did not yeah i did not know that wow and just when i thought hashtags were i don't know i I had my own reservations about hashtags and whatnot but that just wow (laughs) yeah hashtags
0: really can work and what's crazy too is like um people do look on hashtags like i mean fuck i do do. like that that's literally how i found you right um and so i think the tip that i could give for hashtags there's a really good tool called HashTastic that I use. Um, mm-hmm. I paid for it, but it, you don't have to, but it's not that expensive. It's like maybe a hundred bucks for the year. But
1: oh, that's basically
0: what the whole the whole strategy with hashtags is you want to try to rank in the top posts. And so find hashtags, first of all, that don't have a lot of maximum po- or, um a lot of posts. So like, you're not going to rank in a hashtag that's got 500,000 posts, you know, right. try to find hashtags right. with less like a hundred thousand or less. Uh-huh. Um, and then also look at the top posts and see what their average likes are. Like if, if the top post, if they're averaging a hundred likes and your posts get a hundred likes, you might rank mm-hmm. in that hashtag. Yeah. Right? So that's one yeah. way. um, I used a but, similar
1: service in the beginning it was called flick tech and it did this did the same exact thing like it okay. you, um it let you uh put in like an overall term so like for me it was independent musician you know right. what I mean and then it would instantly give me like a pool of like thirty hashtags uh that that fit you know that word and then it ranked them to like to to how heavily populated that space was. So you had ones that were really high, like you said, like really high ranked. There were some that were like medium ranked and then there were like low ranked ones. And what I did was I went for like medium with a little bit, I maybe included like a couple that were high and I maybe like a few that were low. And Mm. then those were actually the hashtags that I use still to this day under all my posts. So yeah, yeah, I think the key here is uh, to take the guessing game out of all of this, like there are yeah. services that are available that are going to allow you to have a, a deeper understanding of hashtags, and um, they they usually come with like analytics and stuff too. Like, yeah, so whatever you post, you can see what your top performing hashtags are. So, like, if you have some that aren't performing the greatest, you can kind of just scratch those, go back to the drawing board, and find ones that have a better uh, a better end result. And then you can go ahead and add those to, you know, your clipboard or whatever, you know, saving method that they have. And then go forward using those, you know. So, right. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, want to try to make
0: multiple – you got to try to make multiple lists of hashtags. That's one thing. People just make 30 and that's it. You got to make at least, like, five or six different groups and use different yeah. ones.
1: Yeah, you got to have some variation for sure. Like, I have, I have a few um, variations that I alternate between. Just because I'm just very wary of the Instagram algorithm, which yeah. that's like a huge whole other subject. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right. just so wary of their algorithm. Like, I don't want to step on Instagram's toes because I've been there before with a few accounts. Like, in my earlier days, uh, like, I used to help businesses grow their accounts. And, like, this was, like, I, I started, like, on the verge of when Instagram had a huge crackdown on stuff. And, yeah, like, that whole experience was just a rough period of period of time. And right. like I, I, I putting in a lot of work on this Instagram account that I have right now. You know, I don't I don't want anything bad to happen to
0: it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like. <laughs> right. um, so it's cool. Like one last thing I'll say is uh, that other question. So it's not really What's a up? question. I just kind of want to tell you where I'm at and why I'm super excited for your training because so what I was doing, and I'm about, like, this is like a major pivot I'm making. I went from so basically, my, here's my content strategy. It's, it's a podcast every day, mm-hmm. YouTube video every week. It was a vlog. And mm-hmm. then a song every two weeks, a new single, right? Mm-hmm. And um, basically, the problem became that I got, number one, I got burnt out. Number two, I felt like I wasn't putting enough attention on any one of those things. Like, I was spread too thin. So mm-hmm. what I'm doing is I'm cutting out the vlog. Um, just because I think I'm putting out a podcast every day. I think I don't need to do a vlog. Plus, all right. just, it's too much. I I'm, hate editing videos, so I'm getting that out. And yeah. I want to do yeah. now a song once a month rather than every two weeks. And really, like, exactly what your training is. I want to promote oh, the hell out of that Perfect.
1: System. I'm right in line.
0: Yeah. Yo, 21 so, days.
1: That's all you need. 21 I'm, days. Okay.
0: Like, I'm excited. I'm super excited because I've been looking – because yesterday I've been talking to my friends and saying, like, I've kind of in my head been coming up with my own strategy, but like I want I need that. Like it's cool if I have that model. It's
1: yeah, it's yeah, and that's that's the that's the key key right there, the word that you just use model. Just having that like model that that like I've done like a lot ton of research and, and to, to put this together, man. Like and having that model is perfect because like honestly. When I think about my earlier days releasing music, like what people tend to do is that they have no model. They have no structure. It's okay. I just created this song. I literally would export it, create some quick cover art, and then I would just upload it. You know, this is before, you know, like those online distributor days. Uh, This was like the days of like SoundCloud and stuff like that. So I would just upload it to SoundCloud and then just start hitting the share button. You know what I mean? Like that was literally my strategy. No strategy at all, really, just the right. share button. You know what I mean? And there's so much more that you can do now than that. You know what I mean? Because it just doesn't make sense to to put out a song, release it to the masses and just hope that people are gonna gravitate towards you. You right. know? And that's what I was doing, you know, at that time. And I didn't really see too much return from that. And, you know, that's why now it's it's extremely important to just have that that strategy you know? right there's 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 ways to to get people's attention that i've never heard of you before you yeah. know it's not it's not impossible
0: right yeah so i'm super i'm pumped i'm super pumped well dude i want to be respectful of your time just plug where people can find you on instagram and how they can get to that free training
1: all right so on instagram which is my primary method of uh communication to people you can find me at Keys to the Game. That's keys with a Z. Um, I have a, a larger platform that I also uh, run, too. It's called Hype Trilla. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool things coming from that platform, too. Uh, so you can follow that on Instagram at Hype Trilla, H-Y-P-E-T-R-I-L-L-A. Uh, I do have a website as well, keystothegame.com. That's where I post a lot of exclusive content, so like stuff that you know, isn't going to be too fitting for Instagram. Uh, I usually put put it up on the website. Um, the free training is in the link in my bio on Instagram. So that's also in the Hype Trillas bio, too. So, whichever page you go to, you'll be able to see a link for the free training. Signing up is literally very simple. Once you get to the next page, you just pick the time and date. You'll get an email confirming that you're in. And all you have to do is show up. And I, I suggest showing up with a pen and pad or whatever form of note taking. Uh, that you have because there's going to be a lot of information that you're going to receive that you have not heard before. I can almost promise it. Yes, <laughs> like I'm very confident when I say that by the end of this workshop, you are going to feel I I by a third of the workshop. If you watch 40% of this workshop, 25% of this workshop, you are going to all like immediately feel very confident about what's going to come for you and your
0: music afterwards. Dude, I'm pretty excited to get on it. And I mean, I'm now following Hype Trill on Instagram. I'm actually looking at your website right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty excited actually. I'm, I actually myself might buy into some of these things. They look pretty dope. Yeah, like yeah, that. and I
1: do, I do consulting too. So like if you need that one-on-one experience and you just you know, need someone to talk to to figure out something, like, I have those types of services available as well. Um, and then um, I have a course that I'm putting together too soon. Uh, the course, the release date of the course should be the 1st of July. If all goes well. Uh, but it's going to be a course because um, I, uh, I, I started doing a lot of coaching calls in the beginning. And I love having, you know, conversations with everyone and talking about how to help them out. But I'm also only one person. You know, the first time that I announced the calls, I got like 11 uh, overnight, you know. So, you know, I, I, I can't push my time out like that. So that's why I created one, a one-stop shop for people to come to and get the information that they need. And that's my course. So, you know, you'll hear a little bit more about that, um, you know, later on as time rolls out. But uh, yeah, that's also in the makings too. But yeah, this is, this has been an extreme pleasure. I love having these types of conversations. I can honestly talk about this stuff all day long.
0: Mm. Um,
1: Actually, I'm going to be having another conversation like this later on tonight. Um, So yeah, yeah, this, this has been awesome. Uh, What you're doing here on this podcast is amazing because people Mm. really need to hear this information. This is stuff that, you know, record labels, they're not banking on, you knowing because the more you don't know, the, the more money that they'll be able to make,
0: right? You know, and it sounds
1: crappy to say, but it's a it's a business, and you know, they, they if you don't know if you come into the the business without knowing the business, then you're subject to the business. <laughs> so yeah, this this podcast like this and, and are extremely helpful, and you know, I thank you for uh, to have this conversation and share my story and you know yeah like, this has been awesome
0: man I appreciate you being on I mean this has been definitely one of the most valuable value packed episodes that I've had um, and I'm really glad we connected bro seriously and I'm definitely um, you know one last thing guys like anyone listening to this right now I, I want to kind of pull one more lesson out of Kareem that I'm noticing is that Kareem has his own world he has an ecosystem like right now in my head I'm thinking, okay, I just followed his other Instagram. Now I want to look more of his posts. I'm going to sign up for his free training. I'm going to go to his website. I might buy something off of his website because he has different services that are interesting to me. So Kareem – has set himself up for things to happen so that when opportunity comes, like when a guy like me goes looking at the hashtags, Kareem's going to be the first guy that pops up. So for anybody listening to this, that's a big lesson you got to take out. So Kareem, bro, I appreciate you being on. Um, like really appreciate it. And I'm super excited to just dive into more of what you've got going on.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'll, I'll definitely keep, uh, keep eyes on you too man and then maybe you know once we've uh, elevated it in our careers we can come and revisit this conversation and we can say hey remember when we were talking about uh, uh, you know what i mean right. and that time that at that, 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 that time then things are going to be much larger than what they are now so absolutely yeah, all, all the best for you and your podcast man like like this is this is this is fabulous man man thank it. you
0: Thank yeah. you, bro. All right. Well, yo, have an amazing rest of your day, bro. And and just keep killing it and I'll talk to you soon for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure to make sure to hit me up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, bro. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day.
1: Thank you, man. You as well. All right. See ya. Uh,